2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Hey, good afternoon. Welcome back to the program. We started live at 12.05. We're punctual here at the Odyssey Good Life Studio. Uh, well, I'm glad you found us no matter what. Uh, I would like you to do two things. One, uh, sit back, relax, but plan on going to your local wine market here this week and getting a, a, a few bottles of Maison louis Latour's premium wines that are available. Uh, You may have to ask your local purveyor. We went through a period because of supply chain issues where uh, a lot of the wines were scarce. I understand they're back in vogue, and you can do that. Talking to us about the Maison and and what the louis Latour family has built over the centuries and continues to do today is Linda Hinton. She's uh, the... The Midwest Regional Rep and longtime supporter of and uh, participant in the family at at Maison Louis Latour. And she's nice enough not only to be on the program with us, but she is the guest of honor at the American Institute of Wine and Food Dinner uh, September 21st, coming up right around the corner. So, um, Linda, we talked about the family a very brief bit about the history. And, folks, I'd encourage you to go to and and look at the history and, and, and the vineyards and, and the wines that are produced and, uh, and and educate yourself. You'll have a lot more fun, trust me. Um, <coughs> Linda, did they send you a copy of the menu, or have you been to awfwichita.org to look at the menu?
0: Yes, I did go online to take a look. Good. Um, for me, that, that's, that's the best and the worst reason to get in the wine business is a is love of food and wine. Well, you know what I'm talking about.
1: I do. He says sitting here uh, grossly overweight because he loves to eat and drink, and he's good at it. <laughs> um, let's talk about uh, the family acquired a, a, a sparkling wine producer in Burgundy. And, yes. and oh, my God, Rob Bennett got me a bottle. We didn't have one when we did the menu building, but we talked about what would be a good entry wine, and they said this was the one. And uh,
0: Fantastic.
1: I didn't save it drink with you on the air today. Beth and I had it.
0: Oh Oh
1: my God, it was so good. Tell us a little bit about uh, this. And and a lot of folks are going, what? Sparkling wine from Burgundy? Who ever heard of that? Well, there's sparkling wine made all over France. It just can't be called champagne. Tell us a little bit about the producer.
0: Well, the producer has been in uh, part of Burgundy. A lot of people don't realize that uh, this region is part of Burgundy, and that's the region of Chablis. Chablis is just north of uh, the traditional uh, narrow slope that that we refer to when we, we talk about Burgundy. Uh, but just north of, of Burgundy actually sits closer to Champagne than it is to the rest of the Burgundian vineyards is Chablis, where Chardonnay is absolutely king. Uh, but there's also Pinot Noir around that region as well. Obviously, it's, it's most well-known for the wine with the, the Chablis name on the label, which is 100% Chardonnay. But there is quite a bit of Pinot Noir and a couple of other varietals there too. So uh, that's what makes it interesting. But uh, this producer has been in Chablis. Uh, since the mid-1800s, and um, back in 2003, what Louis Latour wanted to do was effectively duplicate what the Latour family has always done in Burgundy with that combination of vineyards that they own as well as uh, fruit purchased from growers that they know and they trust. So they were able to do that by acquiring a winery called Simone Feb. Uh, It's a little bit tricky on the
1: tongue. I'm glad (laughs) you noticed I hadn't said it beforehand because I wasn't sure.
0: (laughs) That's all right. If if you could take a a few sips of wine, I promise the pronunciation will get easier. (laughs) Um, But uh, yes, it's uh, hyphenated Simonet, uh, which is spelled like phonetically Simonette, and Fabre is a little trickier. It uh, has a B in there when you don't think there should be, but it's Simone Febvre. And Simone Febvre is uh, still producing um, the sparkling wine that we call Cremant de Bourgogne. That means sparkling wine from Burgundy. But as you mentioned, we must not call it uh, champagne. So instead of sparkling wine, it's referred to as Cremant. And that is the, the French word for, for sparkling. So you'll see Cremant de Loire, Cremant de uh, Alsace,
1: you know, et cetera. And, and these so, wines, yeah. uh, you and I know, but I bet you a lot of my listeners don't know, these beautiful sparkling wines, Cremant, from all the different regions you just mentioned, are great value and bring so much to the party. And they feature oh, the grapes of that region, you know. So it, yes. it, and But they are made, Method Champenois, it does the same thing with the... Secondary fermentation in the bottle and a great value and good stuff. Um,
0: Oh, and and, um, ours is uh, the one that that, uh, you're referring to and the one that will be at the dinner is a blend of 60% Chardonnay and 40% Pinot Noir. And as you know, the best champagnes are also uh, focused either exclusively on Chardonnay or Chardonnay and Pinot, although that's, that's not the the only indicator of, a, of an excellent Champagne. Yeah, wow. But uh, as you mentioned, you know, it is method Champenoise. Uh We age ours on the leaves for 24 months. And um, I'm, I know your listeners are wine savvy, but um, that matters because it, it gives the wine that that richness. It gives it some uh, complexity on the palate. It's, it's not uh, just a one-dimensional little glass of bubbles it has just a little bit of heft to it not too much uh but uh, it's a smooth texture it's lively it's refreshing so i'm i'm really thrilled that that's how we are going to start the wine dinner because i think everything should start with bubbles
1: you and me both and that is the greeting wine <laughs> and then you may have heard yes. a cork come out of a bottle while you were talking i i pulled the cork out of the 2019 tuile Fuisse. And uh,
0: I'm so glad you've got that with you.
1: Uh, and this w- was one of my favorites of the tasting when we built the menu and mm-hmm. we went back and forth on what we were going to put it with. But I think the chef came up with a pretty decent uh, salad with some things that will uh, echo or enhance what we're doing with the wine the, or aromatics and the, the mouthfeel of the wine. And uh, that should be a lot of fun. This one, if you if someone said. Linda, tell us about poulé Fusse. In in few words as you can, what do you tell them it's like? Uh, What do you you tell them that the typical taste, the minerality, the tart apple? What do you tell?
0: I would ask them do you like to eat? Do you like food? You do. Do you enjoy good food and wine? You're going to love this wine. You can't ask them, do you like Chardonnay? Because even though this wine is 100% Chardonnay, everybody's got something different in mind when it comes to 100% Chardonnay. But what I would say after I've had them taste it is this wine is 100% Chardonnay. It's clean, crisp, and refreshing with some delicious fruit.
1: You know, and it's just bright. Uh, The acidity is stunning and... Uh, 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 no oak, all stainless steel, uh, little or no, I, I'm guessing no malolactic fermentation. It's just crisp, bright Chardonnay fruit.
0: That guy, you'd be surprised that we actually do full malolactic fermentation no. on our cui Um, The only time we would not do that is if it's an exceptionally warm year, like uh, 2003 would be one of the most recent examples. Um, But otherwise, we want to work with fruit that, like I said earlier, that has that nice ripeness, but also has the balance of that good acidity. Because all of our wines are excellent food wines, all of them. But several of them, especially for the American palate, several of them are super easy to sip just by themselves. So uh, one of the favorite things I, I love to hear people say at any wine event is, I don't like Chardonnay because this is the bottle that I reach for, and I'm telling you nine times out of 10, uh, their eyes light up and they say, oh wow, this is delicious. This is Chardonnay? Yeah, yeah. And it just it's because, like I said, it's clean, it's crisp, it makes the food taste better, and the food makes the wine taste better. It just really locks on to, um, you know, just all elements of the palate. And I think it's going to be a great pairing because the salad has a little bit of apple, but it also has some, some fat, you know, that gorgonzola cheese is going to be amazing and contrast the acidity. And um, that's a really good call.
1: And I told them they wanted to do nuts and I agreed nuts would be good, but we don't want anything with sugar on it so the the almonds are just fried. So we'll get, the richness of the almond meat but we're not adding any sugar or anything and uh and I told them to be easy on the balsamic vinegar too so it should be great the right second now, go ahead sorry
0: i was just going to say i am mouthing the words thank you guys <laughs> yeah well <laughs> because we don't want sugar at this juncture
1: no uh moving to the second course and continuing with the chardonnay theme the 2019 Louis Latour Louis Grand Ardeche Chardonnay, uh, a completely different wine from the puligny Foussé. Is that a fair assumption?
0: Absolutely. And um, it's, it's it tastes so great. Grapes good. coming from grapes are coming from a different region entirely. So the the idea was to come to market with the white Burgundy in greater quantity and better price point than anything we can work with in Burgundy. So the solution was in 1979 to go a little bit further south, where it's warmer than Burgundy, but we still have those limestone clay soils, and we're able to find an excellent location for Chardonnay, and that is the bucolic uh, Ardèche Valley, and uh, that is where this, this fruit is coming from. So this wine is 100% Chardonnay. Uh, Unlike the Prix Fouset, it does see a little bit of time in barrel. It's about eight to ten months neutral barrel contact, just enough to give it a little bit of weight, a little bit of roundness. Um, And I should mention, though, that the barrels are produced by the the Latour family as well. Wow. And um, that's a big part of what we do. Uh, We only toast medium uh, for our barrels. Uh, We sell about half of what we produce, the other half we use, Um, but it's always an assemblage of of a neutral barrel on all our wines, the only exception being the Grand Cru. So what that means is that all of our wines have uh, the structure and the the backbone that you need for ageability, um, and it's never going to be an ingredient. It's never going to be a, a seasoning. Yeah. Mm. So that's what you've got here in, in the Grana dish. It's just a, just a very approachable, nice Chardonnay that's got the acidity. But I'll tell you what, it's a great choice for that mushroom cream sauce that you've paired it with because it's got enough acidity to, to cut through that cream sauce and clean the palate, but it has the richness that will lock on to the other aspects of the dish too.
1: Yeah, that that little bit of house-smoked Italian sausage, and uh, I think that'll be a lot of fun. And uh, we got to take another break. We come back. We'll finish with the third course. And one of my favorites, the dessert course. Uh, But, boy, the two red wines that are going with course number three really shined when we tasted them as we put the menu together. And uh, I I hope that uh, I was pushing the third course food and – I was a single voice in the in the jungle here but but I won we'll see how it comes out. I'm Guy Bauer, Linda Hittens on the phone with us. She's from Maison Louis Latour. I encourage you to go to goodlifeguy.com, read about uh, Latour. There's links to their winery. There's links to AIWF Wichita. You can find out about the dinner which is uh, literally right around the corner. Reservations are required by September 18th. The dinner is on the 21st at uh, for Bar and Bistro. I'm Guy Bauer. Good life continues after this quick break. Don't go away.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.